I'm shooting the Holga. Uh, 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 call me here. Oh. Welcome back to the show. Um, this is hopefully going to be the first in a three-part mini-series. Because, once again, I feel like I'm always doing this. Once again, I'm out testing a camera. Hope I brought it now, actually. Yeah, so, um, basically, on this film journey that I've been on for the past few years, one camera has cropped up again and again as one that is really good to shoot, and that is the Holger. And I received for Christmas this year a Holger 120, what's it called, 120N medium format camera with a plastic lens a nice winder and uh, I believe two apertures yeah Dante leave come here <laughs> yes uh, oh it's not that windy today, but you might hear the occasional gust. So I've come out to one of my favourite locations, which is the reservoir. Actually, it's the reservoir where I shot the isolate for the first time. Because I want to practice using this camera. Now, because I've never used one before, I thought it would be useful to make it a controlled series of experiments. So I've got three rolls of HP5, which is a film I'm not particularly fond of. I've never had good experiences with it before, but I thought it would be good for this, because it would give me a decent, you know, higher film speed for the fast shutter, and uh, just generally be a good testing film. So there's a variable there that I'm not too sure about. The other issue I've got now is the light is pretty pants. We're currently in the calm period between Storm Dennis and the next one that's coming. And it's dim, and the whole sky is acting like a big softbox. So there's plenty of light, but it's not particularly bright or directional. So there's no real highlights and shadows, which is fine. It just means I have to be a bit more careful about the exposures I make. Because I've only got the two apertures, I've selected the one that's not sunny, because it's not sunny. And uh, yes, I'm going to wind on to frame one now. I've come to the old quarry, because there's some cool trees here, and rocks, so I can really test out the focusing ability, and see what we can get. Here we go, first numbers are coming up on my Ilford HP5. So shot number one, the focusing scale 
Looks like I put it on infinity. I don't know what to do. I'm going to look at some rocks uh, with a couple of trees. Where's the shutter? I'll put it on infinity and see what that does. There we go, that's the first shot. <laughs> that's an awesome winding on noise. I have to take some of Dante today. He's come to help me. Right, I can hear water flowing further up, so I'm going to go and have a look and see if I can get that. Because I want to have a go at every single focal length, uh, zone, whatever it is. I want to have a go at all those. Because I want to really see what this can do. I've, obviously, I've seen pictures of what the Holgers are capable of, but having never shot one, I want to see what my shooting style can bring to it. Oh, there's some cool trees up here. But birch trees. Uh, I can hear water trickling down the rocks, but I can't see any. Now, there's a white tree there. Oh, there's some white trees here. Okay, there's a tree right here. Oh, there's some uh, kind of concrete and iron in the foreground. So I'm going to put it on multiple people focus and see what that does. So this is shot number two, looking at some trees with some ironworks in the foreground. Dante, come here. I should have put it on uh, 16 mode. Should have put it on 645 mode. I'm shooting on 66, so. Dante, come up here. Up. Dante, sit. Sit. Right, I'm going to put it on close person mode now. I don't know how far away I should be. Sit. Good boy. Stay. Dante. There we go. Good boy. Yes, you're getting a treat. There you go. Right, that's three shots done. I mean, I could spend all day here, but uh, I'm not getting a uh, separation of tone, so I'm going to move down to the water side and see if I can get some of the branches down there. It's very easy to shoot. I just hope that there's enough light. Right, come on then. I'm very interested to see what this holder can do because obviously I'm interested in images that are a bit less um, normal, you know, I like the swirly edges and out of focus stuff. I'm very interested in uh, pictorialism, non-representative non images. So this first role is literally going to be seeing what it can do. Um, just putting it through a variety of situations, looking at the different focal lengths, um, having a practice. The second roll, whether it'll be in another episode of this one, because this episode might end up being quite short, is going to be, what can I do with it, you know? What can I do with this camera, knowing what I've learnt from the first roll? Or, it's going to be, the first roll didn't work. Let's go do another one. And then the third roll, I will set myself a little challenge and uh, do that. 
and see what um, we can do. And the other uh, interesting thing about this camera is it has um, a 645 mask, which means I could shoot some cool, I'm doing quotation marks in the air now, half frame style images. You know, where you've got triptychs and diptychs and things, because that sequential storytelling is interesting for me. Oh, I've got, I've got the path here with a tree. If I could focus on the tree and uh, have the path in the shot, so I'm going to put it on middle people focus. There we go, there's another one. That's shot number four. So I'm a third of the way through now. Dante, come on! Don't know where you've gone, you've gone. Oh, here he comes. Uh, yeah, so I can use it for sequential stuff. What else can I do with it? Oh, I can make some adapters to use 35mm film and make some masks to shoot panoramas, I suppose. I don't really know. It's just something I've wanted to have a go with for a while. And um, like I say, I was gifted one for Christmas, so now is the time to shoot it. I do hope these storms clear up, though. It was interesting when I came out with the isolate here and I was complaining about the wind and the uh, cloud that came over. That cloud was actually Storm Kira. And I had no idea. Hello. And then we've just had Storm Dennis. And now there's another one coming. So hopefully that's my, it's my time that I had to shoot, kind of ruined really. But we'll see. I was hoping for a sunny day to do this. I was hoping for a couple of sunny days where I could get out and shoot three episodes. But then I realised, because I want to take this camera to the Lake District, I realised that there's no point in shooting it on a sunny day when the majority of days I get to shoot are not sunny. So it wouldn't be representative of what I was going to get. Which is why a day like this is quite good, because it's not super dark, but then it's not really bright, it's a good mix. Like I said, the, the clouds is acting like a giant softbox over everything, we've got lovely diffused light. Now I'm getting into a bit of a shady patch here. There's a very noisy aeroplane going over. But there's some... Oh. Yeah, it's going to be... See, I, I don't know, because I've not used HP5 for such a long time with any seriousness. I've no idea how it's going to come out. I used some in Scotland in the little panoramic camera, and that came out fantastic. And that was a very fast shutter speed in a small aperture. And I was shooting that much on days like this. Sorry, I was shooting that on days much like this. So I've absolutely no idea what this is going to do. I don't even know how I'm going to develop it. My brain is telling me to develop it at something like 800 and push it a little bit. But then, how will I know? Shall I develop it at 400? I just don't know. 
So I've got some, I've got a fallen tree here, which looks interesting. I've also got uh, a tree in the water. Shame I didn't bring, yeah, this, this holder doesn't have a, it doesn't have a attachment for a cable release. So I can't do really long exposures if I wanted to. I suppose I could fit one. I'm going to photograph these trees, this fallen tree, because there's some very cool looking branch shapes. Dante, come here. Come on. If I go here, that's better. So I'm on, I'm on the third focusing area, which is like seven people. We'll just see. So I'm going to do one of that tree. Then I'm going to move over here for shot six. And I'm going to do one of the tree in the water, which I'm going to put on the close people. There's some Michael Kenner action going on. Because he uses these a lot, which is one of the, the early inspirations for me wanting to get one. So I've shot seven now. Let Dante just play around in the water for a bit. This location is cool because even though it's uh, kind of wooded and dark, it's near water, so there's opportunities to do all sorts of things. There's lots of little, smaller locations within a bigger area. There's woodland, there's fields, there's a river, there's water, there's all sorts of things. So yeah, it's, it's a nice location to come to for testing cameras. Let's go this way. Ooh. That's it, you just run up this steep hill. Don't wait for me. I've got my Peter Storm boots on and my Peter Storm coat. Okay, back in the woods now. I don't think I'm going to take any pictures here, but uh, it's a nice, quiet place to just have a think. And uh, one of the things I've been thinking about is camera testing. It would be very, very easy for this podcast to turn into what camera are we testing this week? But I really don't want it to get to that. You know, I want this to be about image creation, ideas, longer running projects. And uh, I've tested two cameras, three cameras, and retested another one so far this year so I'm, I'm failing miserably um, I have got some projects on the go this one for instance I know it's starting with a camera test but essentially this is a project and I've got the large format project which I don't know if I've talked about yet but I will do so I just wanted to 
Only to say that really, this isn't going to be a camera test podcast. This is going to be, oh, I want it to be about the images and the journeys, the adventures rather than, like I say, what is this camera and how does it work? And I'm going to do an episode on gear and my thoughts on gear later. But um, not, not right now. A very cool area down here. Next to some running water. I don't know if it's... Although there's some nice elements here. I definitely have to come back with something else. I'll give it a go. I've got tons of shots left. So I've got some nice bright leaves. Get down lower. No, I'll go over here. Try not to get everything mucky. Oh, failed miserably. Dante, come back. There we go. Yeah, I definitely have to come here with the Bronica or the large format camera. So now I'm on shot eight. Come on, we're gonna get back onto the path. No treats in here. Do you want a treat? There's not many left. But three left. Once they're gone, they're gone. Stupid. Whoa. Okay. Onward. This program was created to help me keep organised and keep track of my film photography adventures. If you have any comments, questions or suggestions you'd like to make, you can send us an email at talesfromthemagicbox@outlook.com. Another way to support the show is to go and donate to the Coffee Fund by following the link in the show description. This will ensure there is always film to shoot and new tales to tell. Sharing the podcast on social media is another great way to spread the word. We always appreciate the retweet. Thank you so much for your support. It really is appreciated. So, that's eight shots down. I wonder if I can get back to the path this way. Every time you move a tree, Dante just starts attacking it. No, don't. So destructive. Yes, I'm worried some of these are going to come out really underexposed, which I don't want. Dante, you're not going to be able to get over there. Oh yeah. I can, but you can't. Oh, it's alright, there's a way back over there. Come on, we're going back this way. Yes, we are. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep out in the open as much as possible. But I, I do realise I have to go into different lighting conditions and see what it can do. And that's the reason I picked HP5, because, you know, I could really experiment with different lighting and get some decent results. Because that's what we ultimately want. People can say, oh yeah, 
doesn't matter. What he does, doesn't it? We're here for images, we're here for results. And yes, the journey is infinitely. Come on, I'm going the wrong way now. More important than the actual final product, but you want something at the end of it. Especially if you're doing it for some kind of, I don't know, project or book, website. And for this instance, I'm doing it purely for my own personal satisfaction, but I still want a result at the end of it. I still want to know that I can use this thing in whatever lighting conditions I get and get something. Or to know which lighting conditions not to use it in. And my other problem, I think, using HP5 is that I won't know how FP4 looks. You know? I won't know how Thomapan looks. So this is essentially a bigger test to come than what I'm doing today. Today I'm just having my first experiences with this camera. I fully expect to have more Unless I get nothing on the roll. I'm probably being destroyed by wind right now. Because we're coming up onto the top, so the wind's going to get a bit more ferocious. I'm looking around and seeing if there's any larger landscape pictures I can take, but I can't see any that are jumping out at me. I'm more interested anyway in the close focus. I think the infinite focus is going to be fine. It's learning where those close focus zones are that's important. I mean, it'd be easy to do in a studio. Put a piece of tracing paper or ground glass on the back of the open camera where the film will sit, set up a scale, you know, bright posts at intervals and focus and see where the posts are. Right, it's going to be very windy up here, so I do apologise. Well, I have found an image which is an old gate post and I'm going to put it on two people Dante stood next to it perfect awesome, so shot 8 is the uh, two people post and I was stood 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 metres away roughly 5 or 6 metres so I should have done that on the other ones Ah, okay. I'm going to try another close one. 
Oh. Wait. So I'm putting down the bench. I'm going to back up one, two, three, four meters. I'm going to put it on the close focus and just go to three because I think that'll be better. So this is three meters down to the bench. Big yawn. Goodbye. I can only pose him once more though because I have to give him a treat if I pose him. Right, I'm on shot ten. Three left. Three left and the weather is turning on me. Whoa, come on then. So that was close. The, the, the one person focus, three metres away. Although, I'm probably thinking it's more like one metre the close focus one. Ah, sorry about this wind. Nobody's donated to the coffee fund yet so I can't afford any mufflers. Not if I want to buy a film. Oh! Ooh. There you go. There's no one down there, that's good. People never shut this gate properly. Right. Um, three more pictures. Oh, there's one that I definitely want to get over the other side. And there's one, oh, there's one there of like a zigzag, which I'm definitely going to grab now. Now, what? I'm going to have to put infinity focus on for this one. So stone structures, infinite focus from uh, 20 meters away, something like that. So I've got two more shots, one is definitely going to be of the uh, pump house, or whatever it is over there, I don't know what the other one's going to be. You can have your last treat if you want, but that's it, you can't have any more. Come on then. <laughs> I'd love to get one of him jumping towards me. I'm wondering if I should come back here for episode two of this. Because there's lots of shots I've seen around and about that I would like to try and uh, get. And if I learn stuff from this shoot, then I should be able to apply it on the next one. Dante, don't run up there. That would help with part of the control element of this. Uh, yeah, so same location, same film, same camera. That would show some consistency, I think. Oh, these are the steps. These are the steps that is the uh, artwork for the podcast. And they're really cool. I wonder if I can make a... If I get down low. I'll have to put it on infinite phone. I'll put it on that one. Right, so this is two people focused and I am... I'm about six metres away from the stones. Was shot 11, and my last shot is going to be around the other side of the reservoir, so I shall uh, catch.
catch up with you guys when I get there. Shot 12. Right. Yeah, I'll see you when I get to the pump house. One good thing about podcasting is, oh hang on, yeah one good thing about post- podcasting is you uh, you couldn't smell the, uh, the cow field we just walked past. <laughs> uh, right I'm at the old um, I don't even know what this thing is. It's not a pump house. It's a little round structure that sticks out into the reservoir. I'll have a look when I walk past. But anyway, it's getting whole good. I'm gonna put it on infinite focus. Because I am. That was fairly boring framing, but um, it's to illustrate a point rather than make beautiful work. I wonder if it tells me what it's called next to it. Oh, wind-on's getting a bit stiff. No, it doesn't say what it is. Something to do with the water level of the reservoir and maintaining the the drainage structures, I imagine. Now the rain is starting to pick up a bit, so, and I've just done my last frame, so it's time to go back and uh, do well up. Do well up this roll of HP5. So from the field, say uh, Arrivederci and I'll see you when I'm back in the old kitchen developed all the roll of film in XTOL 12 minutes I use the dev chart website usually but I plumped up and spent £7 on the app which is fantastic it has a timer on there and it's really good because it tells you when to agitate and it's got the time for the film and the uh, developer you're using so definitely if you're into darkroom work you know, it's only seven quid. 
I didn't really realise what it was for a long time and then it was on the at the time a recent episode of the Sutton Whitewash podcast and I thought ooh give that a go so yeah definitely do that you'd be surprised at the sheer number of films that are on there and developers some we've never heard of um, so yeah uh, the <laughs> now the HP5 that I put through this Holger I pulled it out of the tank and I thought there was nothing on it looking at one of the sections now and unless you hold it up to some kind of bright light you can't see that there's anything there so I thought that it hadn't worked I thought there must have been something wrong with the shutter and that I just had it but upon closer inspection I realised there were images there they were just extremely faint I mean barely registered at all as images but I've scanned them and I've managed to salvage most of them. There's a couple I just couldn't do anything with. Um, so I'm going to talk about them. I thought I wasn't going to be able to talk about anything. And I was quite disheartened when they came out of the tank. But since I've got something, I'll talk about it. I think I know what's happened. A, it was a really dark day. And the shutter speed on that camera is quite fast. And B, I had the aperture setting on a setting which I thought was I assumed it would be wider because it looked like a cloudy setting but it looks like when I've put it on bold mode and looked through the actual lens the other setting is the brighter setting so that's what, what I'm going to do for my next roll when I get to go out with that probably tomorrow is use the other aperture setting and see if it works because it's a bit bigger I can't imagine it'll make too much of a difference but we'll see another thing I did developing was actually push this to 800 so what I might do next time is use that brighter setting and push it to 1600 which sounds a bit risky but we'll see we shall see so if you look oh. If you're looking at these on the blog, uh, there's 10 of them, and let me just find, let me just, because I edited them out of order, so <laughs> I'm just going to quickly go, right, so the first one with the cliff, it, it's okay, I get, it, recall these are very dark dim images so they're very grainy and there was a lot of dust on the scanner because they're only test ones so they're not they're not perfect uh, pictures by any means but you know it's in focus and the edges are not a bit difficult to see on that one second one with the tree you can see a bit better you've got some vignetting around the edges which is perfect just what I like the middle's fairly sharp and the edges fall off so I'm pleased about that the third one, which is, oh, don't tell me I didn't save it, oh, didn't save it, oh yeah, it's there. Dante Dog sat on that piece of concrete, again, he's, he's fairly sharp, and then you get some fall off. I really like the vignetting, 
and that kind of blurriness at the edges, but yeah, he's very sharp in the middle, which is nice. Then we go to the water, the trees in the water, yeah. And that was slightly different how I framed it. When I framed it, there was no, there was none of the background. It was just water, so I need to be aware when I am framing it to consider what else is going to be in shot. But you can see the edges of the trees there. It's out of focus, which is really cool. Exactly what I wanted. There's there's more vignetting at the top than there is at the bottom, which is a bit of a pain, but I can deal with it. Where do I go next? Up to... Oh, down the path. That path one's really cool because you've got the tree there and the path snakes down. I really quite like this one. Even even though it's grainy and crap, as an image I think it's quite nice. I will try and retake that one because I think it works. There's definitely a story in there and with a bit of work it could be a really good image. So yeah, I like that one. And then we get to walking up to the top and you've got the wall with the pillar. And that, if you look at the path on the right, you can really see that fall off where it goes out of focus. Which is just, to me, that's just so cool. Uh, doggo on the bench, yawning. <laughs> I'm really glad I caught that yawn. Look at them freaky teeth at the bottom of that tongue. <laughs> yeah, but again, it the focus was quite good for that one. I think it was, was it three meters away there. And it's, it is in focus where I want it to be. So I think my focusing technique is okay. Um, next is the old stone works and the bridge with that cool Z shape. And this one really shows that fall off because it looks almost, looks like tilt shift this, the way it's rendered. The sharpness of the bricks in the middle and then that Z leads off into the out of focus depths over there. So I really like that shot. After that, it's the steps. And again, even though it's really dark and you can't quite see it, the, the three people focus, not the infinite focus, lends itself really well because you've got out of focus, gate, fence on the side, which goes into focus and out. Playing with focus with this thing is going to be very cool. I can't wait to try some different things with it. And again, this would be an okay picture if I recomposed and had something more interesting going on with the sky. And the last one, I think, yeah, is the pump house thing. Don't really know what it is, but again, lovely, sharp detail where I want it. Fall off at the edges. Need to clean my scanner. But this one was actually the best exposed out of them all, and I don't know whether that was because I was out fully exposed in the, you know, out of the woods. Uh, but yeah, that one was quite good. And the infinite focus as well. The, the background is out of focus a little bit, but again, doesn't really matter. It looks good. So yeah, even though they were super underexposed and difficult to develop, the images have come out really well. And I'm going to try it again with that different aperture, see if that helps. And see what else I can do with it. But I think for a first run, I'm pleased with the way the camera looks. I just need to learn how to use it. That's the main thing I'm taking away from this. So next episode in this shot will be me testing out another old HP5 
pushing it to 1600 in development and using that other aperture. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, see you then. Thank you so much for listening to Tales from the Magic Box. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tales from the Magic Box. And don't forget to check out the blog, talesfromthemagicbox.home.blog.